Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Recasted, the post-apocalyptic podcast show that won't hoard all the movie remakes. That was really hard to say, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> Superhero movies are one of our favorite genres here at Recasted, and we thought, what better way to appreciate these fine films than to recast comic book movies that don't belong to either Batman or Iron Man? Yeah. Marvel okay. or DC. Yeah. So, we are going to join Mr. Podcast Man Hassa. Hello. Social media woman, Danielle. Hi. And intro writer man, Chris. As we adventure through the desert wastelands in search of true 90s MTV nostalgia. And some punk psychedelic visuals as we recast Tank Girl. Yeah. it's a good way of describing it. Mm-hmm. MTV. That's pretty much all I thought of this when I watched. What I thought is a mixture of like, okay, like there's... Deadpool, Harlequin, Sucker Punch, and Gorillas. I said that weird. Gorillas. Thank you. Well, like if you if you feel good. If you yeah. Google if you Google Tank Girl comic book, like all the covers look like album art for the yeah. Gorillas. They all look like right. yeah, punk album. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Like this is this was written about like a British punky aesthetic set mm-hmm. in an Australian post-apocalypse. For some reason, well, you know, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's a weird. It's so definitely a weird movie. Weird movie. I, I didn't like this movie. Oh, tell <laughs> us why. I didn't like this movie for a couple of reasons. One, I think that the flashes of the comic book really made this movie look drab, because it was like, oh, this is what the house is supposed to look like. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, it's just a piece of shit house in the desert. Why did they show us what it was supposed to look like? And then show us what they made it, and it's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't mind that. I thought that was cool. Maybe no, our, I our the piece. comic book parts. Oh. It's the fact that, that when you went to the live action part, it looked so drab and stupid. Oh. Right? Yeah. I. We were saying this before we started. Like, It made me really want this to have been an animated movie back then. Because mm-hmm. the way they animated their scenes was just awesome. Yeah. Like, it was... But then it didn't... Like, the actresses kind of fit like uh lori petty does kind of fit i think norman watts does i think her portrayal of jet is well done yeah but then they kind of cut it and it didn't feel quite synced enough to the animated style Mm. yeah i just felt it kind of fell a little flat there but the other real real main issue i had with this was actually tank girl herself Hmm. so she's like like what you said kind of like a deadpool or harley quinn type of character Right? Yeah, she's that's... just chaos incarnate, basically. Yeah. But they don't, like, they don't show you that she's also talented in this. No, her talent she, is she... that she's a loudmouth, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just kind of gets by by being lucky and chaotic. And it's just like, but that's not fun. It's just stuff, right? Whereas, like, Deadpool, you know... He is insane, and he's bonkers, and he does weird stuff, but he is talented as shit. Oh, he's an and assassin. So, and yeah. so is Harley, right? Like, the, you could see... She's all talk. That's yeah. all she is. She's but all like, talk. You can see how, okay, they can actually get shit done mm-hmm. without just being stupid. Like, one of the worst parts for me was not only the, the end when she's trying to infiltrate water and power, and her parachute is somehow bulletproof, because, like, the bullets were bouncing off her, her parachute cords. Um... But, like, when she went to get... When she went to the whorehouse, mm-hmm. right? And she just, like, has a montage of trying all the outfits on and then gets a new outfit and then just happens to walk up next to the madam 
It's just like, no. Why didn't they show us like her infiltrating and then coming up as a musical performer and then doing that song and dance bit and then capturing the mm -hmm. madam? And it's just like, oh, then that would have showed us how talented she was at actually sneaking into a place, right? Because, like, Malcolm McDowell was supposed to want her to work for him. Which was weird. It's like, why? But, like, mm -hmm. for no reason. We don't see her <laughs> the doing whole, anything. The only thing they really well, seem to want to do is rape her throughout the whole yeah. movie. Well, there's the there's a lot of that in this movie. <laughs> she does, like, she, and it was kind of the one point that I, yeah, I found weird was, like, when they raid the house, she takes out, like, eight or nine of them. I think they say eight. Yeah. So she's a good shot. Yeah. They can't hit her worth of damn. Yeah. And Somehow. they're standing right in front of her. Like, it was just... But it's another thing, too. Like, I pointed this out. This is one of my most hated movie tropes. Oh, yeah. Of people shooting from the hip. Mm. No like, you're a that. soldier. <sighs> do not shoot from the hip. Like, yeah, they had these weird guns with weird things on top of them. Uh, they were supposed to look future guns, but they were shooting FAMASs, which are a cool-looking future gun anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Mm. And then... you get When you go future gun... You go FAMAS, yeah. or you go P90. P90. <laughs> P90 all the way. Because they all, they, all, they look, or Vector. Vector, is, you've seen a lot of yeah, Vectors nowadays, the Chris. You usually see them in the briefcases. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, the one part that kind of really bugged me was after they, they came out of the club, or the house, or whatever, the whorehouse, and they're taking the girl, and all the soldiers are running right by both Tank Girl and Jet Girl. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just run right by. Nobody cares. Yeah. And you're like, no. You literally are here to kind of get these people. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it, it really bothered me. Like, I I think the character can be done really well. But I think you need to make them look like they know what they're doing. Hmm. And that the chaos is just part of their personality and not everything about them. Right? Like, when she was chasing after that semi and she's also cooking a hot dog. And it's just like, come on. Like, yeah. Though I do like the fact that the tank is basically automated, and yeah. she can like whistle for it and stuff. Put like a brain. It's or like something it was alive. It. Yeah. Though the uh, the treads change all the time. Yeah. It changes all the time. Like, yeah. Like wonder... sometimes it had tires on it. Sometimes it had treads, and it was like, <laughs> the hell is this? Okay, but let's be honest. You can't stick a beer can into the cannon and no. fire. No, that's <laughs> not how cannons work. No. Um, also, did you notice, like, during that last fight with the kangaroo men, like, how many wires... The rifters? Yeah. The wires were so obvious in that last scene. It was pretty bad. What, anyway. But what about the rifters? I thought the rifters looked pretty good. Rippers. Rippers, uh, rippers? sorry. Rippers, yeah. That's right. Reavers? What? Rippers. What are they called? <laughs> they're called rippers. They're called rippers. Rippers? Yeah. Okay. But they're basically I... reavers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they... I thought they looked pretty good, though. Yeah. Probably because they're... Guys the fact six. that the ears mm. moved as well yes. as they did was, was, was kind of sold them. Yeah. Right? And they kept moving when they like talked. Yeah. It seemed to be linked to like how they were feeling. Except mm -hmm. for the one, one guy with his ears missing. Because he obviously didn't have ears. No, he touched them back. Yeah, well, yeah. they weren't moving. Mm -hmm. But yes, they, I, I thought they looked good still. Talk about the Rippers. Yeah. Hold on, do we want, does anybody else not like this movie? Or do you guys both like it? My mouth on back. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't hate it. Didn't like it. I like the idea of it. I think that's my thing too. I th the 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 comic book being kind of in it and the craziness of it. It's just the story was. It didn't know what it wanted to do with the story. But you said a lot was cut from it, right? Well, yeah. So like, this is one of those movies where. Is this a fun fact? 
Not really. It's okay. part of the facts. This is one of the movies where I think the studio got way too involved in the end. Um, and like even the creators of the comic said like they just they don't speak too highly of this movie anymore because they're like they lost so much plot. Like Subgirl was supposed to be an integral part of it. You only see her for one scene. Which mm-hmm. is, and that's uh, why we decide not to cast her because yeah. there's no there's she's not really in it. Like it, it yeah, well, it two kind of yeah <laughs> it kind of just doesn't know like you said it doesn't know where it wants to go right and yeah. it's kind yeah. of just a weird mishmash mishmash and like yeah she goes to the club to save i was about to say sarah it's not sarah what was sam. the girl's name oh, sam. sam yeah sarah was from the crow yeah. <laughs> but um like yeah she goes to the club but then she spends all that time going through outfits and yeah. then like that weird montage of stuff and you're like i don't really get what's going on she's very flashy well there's even the scene where the tank keep changes and her outfits keep changing on the tank there for a bit and just like that actually really wasn't necessary for the movie you could have taken that out and put more story in it looked like they just added the hey we're doing a promotional photo shoot for the movie yeah that's that's what it looked like they (laughs) could have added more story instead which is what we need to actually make it like a good through line because it just kind of jumped everywhere yeah it really looked like they were doing like, hey, we like this storyline from this comic book, this storyline from this story, this one, this from this one. Let's, Let's try to write them all together yeah. in one big book, one yeah. big movie. Well, yeah, and that, and, like, I tried, to be honest, I haven't read Tank Girl. No. Like, uh-huh. a Crow, um, where I actually ended up reading most of the Crow for it. But, like, this one, I don't even know where the story, I was trying to look up, um, I'm going to say Kessley, whoever uh, Malcolm McDonald's character was. Yeah, Kessley. Kessley. Like, I was trying to look him up to see what his comic book version of him looked like, but I couldn't even find him. So I don't even know if he's an actual villain in the book, in any of the comic books. Like, I don't know. It sounds like it's just, like, a strip where they make, like, stories and then Hmm. continue onwards, but I don't know. Hmm. Kind of made me want to go back and look it up. You can look it up now. Yeah, I'm looking it up while you talk. Well, because I do like the visuals. Like I like the way they they yeah. drew her and yeah. Like I said, the animated style made me think this would have made a really good, weird like punk rock musical, Tank Girl. I bet you at the time though it would have cost way more to even do all like, that just a full on well, animated movie with a weird story, right? The reason they animated a lot of those scenes was because they were like they left out a lot of scenes in shooting and so they had to animate them oh they're weird. like yeah the guys forgot this or you didn't do this or it doesn't make sense for this is that also why it was like really like it wasn't like regular anime it was like comic strip like they only yeah. moved a little bit yeah they rarely moved and or spoke like some yeah. scenes were like because you could tell the when they're talking and their lip the lips mm-hmm. did not match with the way they talked which is where it fell kind of flat yeah it was like her emotions on the animated ones didn't match the voice. Like, it was like... No. It didn't seem like it was quite as crazy as it normally was. Way to go. No, it just, it. it just seems to be able it's to find... It's time for Chris's fun facts. It just seems to be able to find pictures of the Tank Girl character, not of any other character in the no. thing. I know. And I, I looked it up. Like, even if you put in uh, Kessley, like, it just shows Malcolm McDonald. Okay, let's get into some fun facts. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, we're ready. Are you ready for <laughs> Um, so oh, did you want to say who the director was? Don't we do that when we start? We do. We get okay, so okay, but I'm fun... guessing I'm guessing she's part of the fun facts. Rachel oh, Talley. Okay. Rachel Talley. Okay. Talley. Talley. Yeah, because it's T A L 
A-L-A-Y. So Tulele. Tulele. Okay, right. she pitched the film to Ambien... Amblin? Amblin. Amblin Entertainment and Columbia Pictures, who both turned it down. <laughs> she turned down an offer from Disney. What? That she did not believe the studio would allow the level of violence and sexual references the plot required. They definitely would no. not have allowed this. Is that not just weird that Disney would was going to take it? But that they doesn't, doesn't surprise really... me at all. Actually, yeah. Disney's kind of M.O. back in this day was to buy strong female characters. True. Right? And this is nothing they but a strong They could have turned it character. so fluffy. <laughs> oh, it would have been. It would have been <laughs> But it might have been a little more coherent then. Because this yeah, was I know. 1995. Yeah. So... Um, so when it came to the Rippers, uh, requests were sent out to all the major makeup and effects people, including Stan Winston. Who was the one who did it. Yes. Yeah. Because um, the director said that while she considered Winston to be the best, she did not expect to hear back from him. When she did, she still did not think that she would be able to afford his studio on her budget. A meeting was arranged and Winston insisted on be- being given the project, saying the Rippers would be the best characters we've had the opportunity to do. His studio cut their usual price in half to meet the film's budget. Nice. Because, um, like, Stan Winston is a legendary yeah. makeup artist. Like, he was, like, T2, T100. Like, he did lots of the Terminators. He did Pumpkinhead. He did yeah. mm. like, so many of those. Which is why I think the yeah. Rippers turned out looking yeah, I re- like them. really good. Like, their prosthetics were really well done. Uh, Steven Spielberg was asked to produce the film, but well, declined because he felt he was not hip enough for it. That's why Amblin comes in, right? Yeah. Because Amblin is his production oh. company. So this led to the slogan that the film was too hip for Spielberg. Okay. All right. And last fun facts. There's four of these. Here's what the stars felt about their time. So Ice-T recalled on one interview on a hip-hop show where the host made fun of him for doing Tank Girl... His reply was, I was paid 800000 for that movie. The host moved on. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Malcolm McDonald, uh, Dowell, sorry, Dowell. I always go Donald, um, has spoken favorably of his experience working on the film, saying it had the same flavor as a clockwork orange. And he praised both the uh, main actress, Lori Petty, and um, director, Rachel Talalay. All right. Naomi Watts is ashamed of the film. <laughs> uh, but apparently this was one of her big breakout films. You got to hear her accent. Very, yeah. But you like never get to hear her accent well, we, anything. Danielle, we talked about that last night when we were finishing this movie up, right? Like you you're like it's nice hearing her accent. I'm like, that's what happens when you join American movies. They yeah. just don't want you to play somebody else, no. right? And lastly, uh, Lori Petty loves this movie so much that she still has props and memorabilia from it in her home, hmm. which I can you know see what? she really enjoyed. And she thought she like she looks like the character. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of a hard point for recasting it. She I, would have done well. It's just... You know, maybe that's why, because like when Naomi watched the way she was acting in this, because the way um, Jet Girl kind of looked in the comic book, she looked very fierce, but the way she acted it was kind of timid, maybe because she wasn't actually enjoying herself. No, it was also because she was super shy. And oh, they really? Had to, like, this was one of her Why big... would you get into acting, then, if you're super shy? But this was one of those films, like... Hold on, I'm looking up the actual fact now. Um, <laughs> another fun fact? Another fun fact. While we're going. But yeah, they talk about how this was the film, like, she had never... Here it is. Naomi Watts had never worked on a big-budget production before and kept hiding behind Lori Petty because she was frightened. Petty and Rachel Talalay worked together to bring her out of her shyness. 
Which you can kind of tell because she is like very like timid Meek. in this. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of, well, when I get to the person I cast, that's kind of the direction I went because that's how she played mm. it. But I guess in, it's fair that's a good contrast because you wouldn't want two really out no, there want, girls. You want a very loud. You don't need, yeah. two, you don't need two Deadpools. Plus she was more of the, like or she was, she was the Deadpool. actual talented one who knew how to like fix all the. She could fix the, everything. Yeah. yeah. She was the genius. That yeah. Knew. And you can tell that having that ship fly around was expensive because they completely cut her out of that heist part of the movie. I know. She's like, oh yeah, my plane doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, because having the ship fly around is probably expensive. Because the tankery cost probably quite a bit. And the... the Sammy itself, yeah. Yeah. Well, the tanks were used for other productions, right? But still, like, having to put all that stuff on it and then did, drive it around, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you not get the Tim Burton vibe when with, like, the one... The figure head? head? Yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, they probably stole this from Tim Burton's lot. Yeah. Anyways, those were the fun facts. Cool. Fun uh, facts. How are we changing said movie? <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Okay. Um, this one's hard because I don't know enough of the comics. I don't yeah. know what goes on in the comics. Um, I would assume that if they redid this, they would try to go back to more of the comic feel. Recasting this movie, though, I'd want more coherent plot yeah um again we've you've already said it this is a deadpool harley quinn nice this is a deadpool harley quinn style movie it's one of the pictures that comes up (laughs) um so i want main characters still be that craziness Mm -hmm. right i don't know if i'd want Sorry, that was my stomach. Um, <laughs> I don't think the mic's picked that now, up. Now they're going to know. But, but I, had to burp. Um, I don't know if I'd want like the whole, we're trying to get this young girl back from you'd this have evil. To, like, the story-wise, I think we can all agree that you'd have to rewire it to make it way more coherent. Yeah. Um, whether or not that means cutting out sections or people or character or whatever. I think I'd cut out the whole beginning with like the house full of people and just start with her in the tank. Because that's what she's known. She lives in her tank, and mm-hmm. according to yeah, you don't Wikipedia. need that. The, like you don't need to see her finding it. You, no. That's not really necessary. I almost feel like you start it just later on. Like, sure, you could introduce Jet Girl and have that like be more of the story, but I feel like you don't need that whole opening intro. You just keep her a crazy person driving around in this tank and doing all the weird shit. Mm-hmm. All the weird shit. What are you changing? Um, for me, for me, like, I don't know, just like we were discussing more coherent story and all that. Um, my biggest thing is I don't like how rapey this thing was and how like, this was the nineties. This is apparently what comic movies were. But from the, from the pictures too, it looks, yes. from the pictures of this, the comic book, the comic book looks very sexual. It is. Cause like the way he wrote it was very like British punk. Yeah. Which is kind of a sexually charged era i kind of don't want it like that though yeah i think i know sexually charged can be doesn't necessarily have to be rapey but that's how it was it can be sexually charged could also be like i am proud of who i am as a woman Mm -hmm. which she was kind of doing that it was all the rapey stuff and that part with the oh we want the school girl and it was actually Mm -hmm. like a 10 12 year old girl girl, that was so Mm -hmm. gross like i don't want that in there Yep. So right. yeah, but I like I like the idea. I think it'd be better if you just went back and remain and actually try to make work off this, but try to make it just better. Like literally the same thing, but just better. Okay, so not 
Because I like all the animated stuff in there. Maybe yeah. like make sure the animation is lip like lip sync to the yeah. lips properly and stuff. If you do that again. So just on Wikipedia, this is how they they phrase what the story is. So <laughs> uh, the character Tank Girl um, Rebecca Buck, later revealed to have been born as go. Fonzie Rebecca Buckler, drives a tank, which is also her home. She undertakes a series of missions for a nebulous organization before making a serious mistake and being declared an outlaw for her sexual inclination and her substance abuse. That's that's how they describe the story. Yeah, because like, if you read a little bit farther on, too, like her boyfriend is that used to be yeah. a dog kangaroo man. But her being sexual, it could just be her being the way, well, she knows she dresses like really out there and mm-hmm. just being really flirtatious. Yeah. I think you... If you do this, though, you still have to keep it like an R-rated movie. Oh, 100%. But yeah, there's all the swearing and stuff, too. Yeah. Hmm. So, was this movie R-rated? Mm, it was high. Um, sorry, one of the things I didn't talk about, uh, the Rippers. Yeah. I'm going CG on them. Yeah. Uh, no, I want soon. them to look more like they do in the comic, where it is very kangaroo-like. Oh, yeah. Not, I don't... I mean, I think they did really well on the prosthetics and like that's great, but I need this to be, I just want voice actors or people doing the voices for them, which is what I got. All right. That was all for me. What are you changing? I'm animating the movie. Yay. Yeah. Completely animated. Yeah. Cool. I think watching, Who's gonna animate it? watching things like Invincible and watching like we really enjoy the Harley Quinn animated show on HBO. That was good, yeah. Like those are such well done adult animations. Mm-hmm. Like that I don't know why you just wouldn't mm-hmm. make this an animation thing. And like I would love to see this as a show. I think you would be able to have a more coherent storyline if you had you know an hour of 8 episodes. Yeah. Right? That'd be cool. And I think that'd be your best way of doing it cuz the the artwork that I've looked up is such cool artwork Mm -hmm. like it's so neat like i don't know why you would want to try and duplicate it in real life like you totally could don't get me wrong but i think you could just you would be have a lot more fun with it in animation and plus like what we love about that harley show is how crazy and weird but competent and all that stuff she is and this just sounds so much like this character to me Mm -hmm. That I don't know why you wouldn't just animate well, it's, it. That's why I said I'm watching. Like, this reminds me of Deadpool. And then you're like, Harley Quinn. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's kind of like the mix of the yeah. two. So. Dead Quinn? Yeah. Harley Pool? Harley Pool. Harley Pool. Dead Quinn sounds like something that the Joker would call her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dead Quinn. Um, but no, I, I I think that's the biggest, obviously the biggest change. And then the story, of course. Um, you'd have to spread it out and everything, but then you could have things like, like, hmm. I don't know why they didn't, like, why isn't it not just like the typical thing of them meeting people along the way, getting toward, getting a force together and then going <laughs> after water and power. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why is it just the two of them and the kangaroos? The rippers. Right. Like, Who why, don't even use guns? why wasn't Subgirl in there? Why wasn't a group of the, uh, the, the people from the madam? Cause they destroyed her, her place too. Yeah. Right. Like. Everybody's against water and power, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's how I would change it. So yeah, as cool. you said, I have a lot of voice actors and um, and people who I think would do well at voicing these characters. So, right. I yeah, I honestly believe this would be a much better animated version of this movie. 
or like just the way they did it like i would keep this it's gonna sound weird i'd keep this as a very punk heavy music percent. oh yeah it kind of looked like a music video well, that's why I said, said this, was like, yeah. this was a very, like, when I watched yeah, it, yeah. I think you meant much music. Get out. <laughs> but this was, like, that MTV era, because this is this reminded me of, like, when MTV had, like, their cartoons, mm. like the Max, Aeon Flux, um, not Daria, but... I like Daria, though. That was on MTV, but, like, that <laughs> kind of, like, Beavis and Butthead kind yeah. of, like, all those cartoons, whenever I saw any of the animation in this, I was like, this is very... MTV-ish. Oh yeah, and that it was, was just kind of the generation. How, how frenetic and like out there it was. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, exaggerated and chaos. Chaos. Okay. So movie Who's... came out March thirty first, nineteen ninety five. Um, Rotten Tomatoes thirty eight percent from critics. Ah. Sixty three percent from audiences. So mm, audiences do seem to like this movie as well. It's more than half anyway. Again, this is very much similar to The Crow. This is, I think, is a cult movie now. Mm-hmm. Though, this is one of the things, like, I like Rotten Tomatoes, fine, but, like, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a better movie than this, and its critic rating is lower. lower. Hmm. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's a cult following, but, for but, sure, But though. then again, they but also, then, like... How many critics watch Tank Girl... Mm. compared to like 2000s when the internet came out and everyone's like i can be a critic on the internet yeah. but the thing is for me the rotten tomatoes it's it's fine don't get me wrong we use it all every week but like the fact that batman v superman mm-hmm. is lower than batman forever at least yeah. it was when it came out and it's just like no That's... you guys are just stupid no <laughs> like, so but it was joel schumacher Ugh. who was making movies okay so, should we start? We already talked about the director. Yeah. Let's start. Yeah. Rachel Talaley. Yeah. There's done a lot of TV recently. Like, mm. she did a couple of, she did a bunch of Doctor Who episodes oh, and stuff really? like that. Oh. Yeah. I was looking her up because, uh, like, I didn't know who she was, so I looked her up. And, like, yeah, she's done a lot of TV episodes recently. Um, mm. Riverdale. Yeah. The Flash. TV series. Yeah. Supergirl. Doctor Who. So. Oh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Huh. <gasps> Knew sure I was do <laughs> No good girls. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not, not this episode. That's okay. Yeah. I haven't even cast anyone from that. You should be <gasps> proud of me. Wow. No. Okay. Be. Let's start with our Sergeant Small. The dick the, sergeant guy. Yeah. Uh, originally played by Dan Harvey. Who was, yes, extremely rapey. Extremely <sighs> rapey. Oh, sorry, Don Harvey. Not, I don't know why I wrote Dan. It's Don Harvey. Gotta give um, him props, man. His name's Don Harvey. I know. I just said that. The Don Harvey. Chris, why don't you start? Woohoo! Um, so, because I recently finished rewatching this all, um, I went with Joe McHale. Oh, okay. Because he can play that douchey, like, stuck-up guy really well. And I like him. I haven't seen him in a lot of things recently. I think he's very funny. He is funny. Um, I used to love watching The Soup. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a good one. Did you ever watch I it? I never watched this. I know what the show You is. watched some of it. You did, didn't you? I did. It was when, I like... did when it was new. When, the, oh, when they tried to bring it back for Netflix, yeah. I watched uh, it there. Because I remember watching it <laughs> yeah. when you were watching it. The Pizza Ghost one on Netflix is hilarious. Um, it was kind of like... 
for those that never watched the soup um tosh.0 but it was funnier well oh, you tosh. watched that too yeah. yeah yeah except for but tosh yeah. was really but annoying joe McHale was hilarious um on community mm-hmm. i just finished rewatching it all again yeah um and i think this role is what you need is you need a douchebag guy who just thinks really highly of himself. Yeah. And Joe McHale plays that so well. So that's who I went with. Okay. Danielle? I would, uh, still kind of douchey, but in a girl direction douchey. Um, so I picked uh, Rachel Taylor. Do you remember Trish from uh, Jessica Jones? Yes. That's who I picked. Because she was, oh, she was just a definitely see you next Tuesday by the end of second season. Thanks for not saying that. No, I wasn't going to say that. That's a bad word. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm kind of like doing that because she, she played that terrible mm-hmm. bitch of a person. Mm-hmm. So She just wanted superpowers. Oh my God, she was so greedy. Yeah. I think she became, I think in the comics she becomes somebody. Stars and Stripes? No, something's Hellcat. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We'll never know. They oh, right, her gonna... boyfriend was Stars and Stripes. Oh, something like that. Yeah, okay. the military guy yeah, who yeah. also had superpowers. Yeah. So, who'd you have? Um, because we watched it, and I'm kind of basing this off. I picked Stephen Yoon, who was oh, okay. Invincible. Um, mostly because it'd be fun to. I've seen him in two things. Well, sort of seen him in two things: The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And Invincible. He's great in both. I really wanted to watch that movie that he was he was nominated for an Oscar for. Um, but I've seen only seen him in those two things, and he's always been a good guy. Mm-hmm. So it'd be fun to see him as a as a dick. Yeah, because it's always fun to play a dick. It is. It's better to play the villain than to play yeah. the hero sometimes. Yeah. Damn. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Now should we talk about? Ice T. Ice T playing T Saint, <laughs> who was formerly a cop. Yeah, what you used to be a cop. <laughs> oh, which is so I thought was so weird that they decided that because like he's definitely one of those rappers that was like not nice to police officers. But he also back played a cop before this. Yeah, well, he hmm. plays a cop now. Yeah, he still isn't he? He's still, yeah, he still plays on um, special victims unit. Yeah, but he did play a cop before. Hmm. On like so. New Jack City or something, some show. Movie. Oh, he's played a lot of, thought of a lot of things. He's been, oh yeah, yeah. And I it always reminds me of um, John. Oh, why can't I think of his last name? Mulaney. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. His whole stick on Ice T and being on. Um, Special Victims Unit. Yeah. Like, Isn't that what, it, it, this, what his wife falls asleep to? Oh. So like, no, yeah. it's where he's like, he he just reiterates everything that is said and is still surprised about <laughs> it right. like 20 years later <laughs> on Special Victims Unit. Like, <laughs> You're telling me. Uh, okay. Yes. But he's he was like, also in Johnny Mnemonic. Remember him in Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah. He was, he was the guy uh, who had the dolphin. The dolphin who was like the super smart computer yeah. thing. Yeah. That is a weird movie. Yeah. He plays another John in that though, too. Yeah, yeah. That's all Keanu Reeves is like. Keanu Reeves is in this movie. What should we call him? John. John. Always John. It's always a John. It's just easy on him. Yeah. Except for Bill and Ted. Still remember the first the when that was coming out on the internet that he plays so many Johns and some interviewer asked him, he's like, if you took all the characters that you played named John and put them against 
in a, in a battle against all the other characters you've ever played, who would win? And he goes, oh, the, totally the Johns. They got like John Wick and John. and Neo is yeah. a Neo is a John. Like oh. John Wick like, just takes everyone out <laughs> with a pencil. Yeah. Well, because Neo is a John. He's John yeah. Anderson, right? John, and yeah, so like all right. his like big people that he's ever played have been Johns. So trying to remember what his name is in um, Point Break. Oh. It's not John though, is it? No. I think it's Jack, actually. No, Jack's uh, Speed. Oh. oh, that's right. Jack Traven Speed, yeah. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Well, you got to go, who's your iced tea? Yeah. Who's oh, your am I going? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I wanted somebody that was big and bolsterous and... Okay, whatever. I want Terry Crews. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Because I love Terry Crews. I think he's hilarious on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Um, I've been watching that. And I think he's just a funny guy, and I think he's a super talented guy. And I think for this role, like I said, it's a voice role for me. It's mm. not Terry Crews dressed up like a kangaroo, which would be That would be hilarious. amazing. But Missed opportunity, Curtis. <laughs> Do what you want, director. I haven't okay. chosen you. I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now, and they're dieting together. It's um him yeah. and Gina and Santiago. And, like... She gets slow sugar, like angry. At one of the, I forget who it was. Yeah. It was one of the dumb cops. But anyway, it's like, and she keeps screaming. screaming. He just comes up behind her and picks her up and walks off with her, because <laughs> she wouldn't stop. I like when he makes Jake eat carrots. I don't remember that. He's I don't like, know if I got little... that far. Oh, I'm only like 20 episodes in. He like gives Jake a bag of carrots. He's like, like I only eat carrot cake, and even then, I only eat the frosting. I don't eat the actual cake. And he's like making him eat carrots. Because they're good for you? Yeah. But I love Terry Crews. He's, and I, he was like the first person I cast for this movie when I was like, who's going to replace? And I was like, what other rapper could I get to replace? That's what I did. Be? I <laughs> replaced mine with a rapper. Who would you pick? Who would you pick? I picked Common. Yeah. <laughs> also, because like Common's so, got. Oh, I don't really listen to his music. I, didn't know, I don't know his music either. Is he a either. rapper or like an R&B guy? He's a, I know he won an Oscar for like something a, for his music yeah, in hip-hop. a movie recently. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it might be hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But I also picked it because like he, he has a very intense look. Mm-hmm. So I thought that'd be good for it. And I kind yeah, I kind of oh. played off the fact that it was Ice-T. John, John so. Wick 2, Wanted. Yeah, and he's great in John Wick 2. Oh, he's... I picked him not that long ago for something. Yeah. Um, was it the crow? Was it? No. Are you sure? It might have been uh, your Nicholas Cage month. You it might have probably him was in. a Nicholas Cage month. But yeah. Right. Oh, maybe Gone in Sixty. Stupid Nicholas Cage. Anyways, month. that's who I picked. Really? I think it was Gone in Sixty. But yes. Good choice. Who do you have? Who's so uh, little little. You, this is you... definitely stunt casting. Um. <laughs> Just because he's very popular right now. Oh. So I picked Lil Nas X. Oh, wow. Does he do acting? Uh, he can figure it out. Kind of. He does. <laughs> but he's animated. So he's animated, yeah. so it doesn't really okay, matter. Okay, I guess that's true. Like, and like, just because it is. It's stunt casting. It's a rapper who's very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Very. And, and the fact is, like, this, this is a very gender-fluid, sexuality-fluid type of yeah. comic. Mm-hmm. Type of show that you, I want it that way. Like... It'd be fun to get people who are yeah. like that, mm. right? So good choice. Yeah. So okay. T Saint. T Saint out. Yeah. Okay, now it's Booga. 
Uga. And he's like the, the sweet kind of dumb one, right? Well, he used to be a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dog who was upgraded to human. Yeah. Upgraded to a kangaroo. Upgraded to kangaroo man. <laughs> so this was played by Jeff Kober, who plays a lot of bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I recognized him. Yeah. He's played a lot of bad guys or like not nice people well, look, over the years. Look at his face, though. He looks like yeah. a creepy guy. Yeah. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows what he's about. Um, like, if you looked at his face, you'd be like, oh, it's that guy from that one character that I saw in a oh, two-episode arc on a TV show yeah, or but he's something got, like that. He's, yeah. He has a look about him. Yeah. So. This uh, is the one that uh, gets it on with Tank Girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That they did not actually film them getting it on. Oh, was it was supposed to happen? It was supposed to happen. Oh. But they, the had, thing is... they had a prosthetic made. It was 5000 bucks. It was, so wasn't basically in my, would it wasn't have been... in my fun facts. But they, so this could have a... been basically a porno. Yeah. Wow. At one point. I guess I'm up. I can see why the critics or the studio wouldn't want to show a kangaroo man who used to be a dog... Having sex with a human woman. Yeah, it's basically bestiality at that it point. It is. Mm-hmm. Not basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's the apocalypse. It doesn't matter at that yeah. point. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did read that they were yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend in, on the, in the comic. Yeah. Mm. So. So I'm going off of kind of the, the, I don't want to say the dumbness of him, but like the innocence of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I casted Jack McBrayer. McBriar? Yeah. Briar. Fix it, Felix. Fix it, Felix. Oh, okay. Also, Thirty Rock. Um, Thirty Rock. Yeah, but then you all know Fix it, Felix. Fix yeah, it Felix. I also know him from uh, freaking Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so Why funny. Why would they put a fun hole next to another fun hole? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, he has that kind of like weirdly innocent, funny voice to yeah. him. And yeah, like, yeah. Fix it, Felix is kind of what I was basing it on when I was looking at this character. So. Um, I think he would he would play this really well. Kevin, was that his name in Thirty Rock? I think so. He was like their security guard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock is funny. Yeah, yeah. Tina Fey. Once, once you're done, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine, Nine, Nine. I go back and watch Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Is it another show that I could just kind of put totally. on? Don't have to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Who'd you have? Okay, I went in the same direction. I just went kind of like, uh, you know, the, the sweet kind of nice guy. Because I know he's mm-hmm. kind of dumb, but he was really sweet. And that's why they all really yeah. warmed up to him, mm-hmm. right? So with uh, Eldon Henson, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. He played Foggy in uh, Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's definitely that character in that show. Yeah, totally. What was he? Oh, yeah. He was in Mighty Ducks. Yes. I'm like, I know yeah. he's from one of the like the kids, I, the things you remember from the, being a kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was He was, he was like the bully guy. Like, yeah. not the bully guy. He was their enforcer guy. Yeah. And I rewatched the Mighty Ducks because he, he was probably a large kid. Yeah. He's right? stocky. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, you, you look at him there and you're like, I remember him. And then I was like, why do I know him from somewhere? And then I looked it up. I'm like, it's foggy. It's like, <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. But he plays that sweet he guy character well. very well. Yeah. Yeah, Foggy is a great character. Yeah. Who's still tough. Hopefully we get him back. Him yeah. and Matt. Yes, that would be nice. Don't care about everybody else. Just Matt Murdock no, and Foggy. Yeah. I don't care about Carol. No. Or no. anybody else. But like, those two? Yeah. Perfect. Maybe Electra. You can maybe bring Electra back. I don't know. I didn't really like that actress choice. Mm. She's talented, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you have? 
Um, Luga. Again, I went with like just what you guys with that that nice innocence. Mm-hmm. Um, but from something else, I went with Dan Fogler, who was like the human muggle friend in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, and like mostly because of this, this... kind of funny talking about him for Balls of Fury. Which oh, was okay. a terrible movie, by the way. Do not watch Balls of Fury. <laughs> what? But well, he's that. He's that. He's the best thing in those movies. He is so good in those movies. Yes. Yeah. What else was he? He's definitely that sweet guy yeah. that you want fan to talk boys. to. Sorry, I was like, yeah, yeah he's also in Fanboys, yeah. and then I couldn't remember who it was him or not. He's the guy who lives in the in the he's coach the house. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. The guy oh, lives in the shit. coach house. Don't you oh. live in your mom's garage? It's a coach house. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Fanboys. Yeah. I think that was a. It was such a shame that that movie got delayed for so long. What mm-hmm. delayed it? Was it the Star Trek it was, crossover it was stuff? stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, because it got it was like made like right after Phantom Menace came out, mm-hmm. and it's got delayed for years and years. Oh and yeah. Years, so. But no, I think Dan Fogler is, plays that, especially in the Fantastic movies, that mm-hmm. super nice, naive kind of guy. Like in a world he doesn't know what's going, what's happening, and but accepts it, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. It's fun, kind of fun to say his last name, too. Fogler. Fogler. It's <laughs> 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 freeze frame. <laughs> okay. Next is our uh, DT. Yeah, He's D. the cool jazz guy. He's the Jack Kerouac. Because <laughs> <laughs> he even says that he's reincarnation of Jack Kerouac, which is... Yeah. I, I would I would kind of wanted that they. I don't know who that is. He was a writer. Oh. Yeah. I just realized. Hmm. We never recasted the horny one. No. I thought you didn't want to. I don't know. I just must have missed him. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds done. <laughs> I just thought you decided not to because no, of the I whole just him. the rapiness of the movies. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's fine. It was originally played by Reg E. Kathy. Uh, I don't think I know this person. No, I do have a fun fact on him, though. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, So he originally wanted to play a different character in Tank Girl that doesn't show up. Um, He wanted to play a crazy aboriginal type guy that shows up in the comics, but instead he played DT. Okay. I can't see. There's a glare on your TV. Oh, yeah, there is. I'll just look him up. Yeah. Yeah, He was... was, um... The in in um, Fantastic Four, the really bad one, he was the the dad okay. of Sue Storm and okay. and um, Johnny Storm. God okay. damn it! Yeah. He was also in The Mask. Yeah, hmm. and SWAT. Trust me, you you've seen this guy and stuff. And he was on Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Seen him in uh, a couple of things. Yeah. I did this not sound like him at all. <laughs> well, no, I, but like when I look at that picture, when I picture this actor, like I, his voice is very distinctive and he always has that really good, like wisdom hmm. when he talks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like I know this character is type, that type of character, but like, I just didn't hear this, but I guess it's cause, I don't know, maybe it's cause it's from a long time ago. He was in seven. Yeah, he was. Oh. Dr. Santiago. He was the um, the coroner who cuts out the big fat guy. Gross. You know... No, we're not talking about Seven now. You, you don't want to talk about the fat guy's big penis? No. Okay. We didn't talk about the kangaroo one they 
they made for this, so we're not talking about seven. We did talk about it. Yeah. We talked about it. <laughs> not enough, though. Chris's favorite topic. No, we're moving on. <laughs> DT. Who, who's your DD? DD? DT, sorry. DT. Um, going with a voice that I knew would play this, like... Screw it. We all know his voice. I went with Keith David. Nice. Um, mm. Just because he has that, like... Oh, yeah. That deep... That gravitas. That voice to yeah. him. And he plays so many great voice work. Oh, yeah. Um, that I think this would just be a He's prime rude. role. Oh, I know. And he, he narrates uh, the Ken's burn stuff. And he was... Uh, Bolo? Is it Bolo? Final Space? Mm. The giant space demon. He's also in a... Uh... He's in a ton frog, of uh, stuff. The Princess and the Frog. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yep. He's the voodoo bad guy. Yep. So he can sing. Yep. Did you notice Iggy Pop in the movie? Hmm? <laughs> Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Yes, yeah. Iggy Pop. Like, when he showed up... At first I'm like, I thought it was Dio, and then I'm like, no, that's when, not when Dio. When he first showed up, I'm like, the hell is... It? Is that Iggy Pop? And I looked it up, I'm like, oh my god, it was Iggy Pop. <laughs> but then it makes Just sense because. when you go to, like, the British punkness. Oh, totally. Right? But, like, it kind of makes sense. It kinda, it's kind of weird that they didn't try and do that more. Which yeah, right? they only got Iggy, but mm-hmm. I guess when you when you're going for that kind of style of British punk, mm-hmm. you don't pick the Stooges, like mm. yeah, like I know people think Iggy Pop and they think Lust for Life, because that was his big song that got sold in, to every commercial under the sun. But like the Stooges were punk as fuck. Pardon my language. Yeah. He's like on the he swore before me. But you gotta talk. You what gotta say that when you talk, buddy. You, you gotta say that when you talk about the Stooges. Like they would cut themselves on stage. Like mm-hmm. they were, they were what punk British punk was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Keith David, who'd you have? Funny that you speak of Luke Cage. I picked a uh, Simone Missick. Is that how you say her name? She plays Misty. Misty Knight. Okay. Yeah, from Luke Cage. Because you said he was in the cage. Yeah. Gets her cybernetic arm. I know. Mm-hmm. I went with it because, you know, she's kind of a smooth-talking, kind of yeah. cool person. I'm a cool person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't like the fact that all the kangaroo people were all dudes. Didn't think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. all dudes. And one of them was Doug Jones. Did you also notice there's like eight of them and only like four of them you really... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what, like an extra was Doug Jones. Yeah. I think it was the one in the suit. Well, they're all of them were kind of in suits. No, no, but like one of I them know... was in like slacks and like a dress shirt with a bow tie and yeah. suspenders. Mm-hmm. Like I, but the, just because he was much skinnier than the rest of them mm-hmm. and the way he moved, I think that might have been Doug. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Who'd you have? Um, you'll know him. I picked Sterling K. Brown. Yes. Yeah. Who's that? You'll get to that episode in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but it's I like I obviously know him from other things. Like he's been a TV actor for years and movie actor for years. But oh uh, damn! Oh damn! Oh damn! That is the three oh dams. <laughs> uh, That's my favorite line. He, from, uh, he is in one of the Brooklyn best Nine-Nine. episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's a very but bottle episode. He has oh. he has a very good smooth. Mm-hmm. kind of like this is gonna sound weird but like jazzy type of voice mm-hmm. like yeah so he's is that's is it this is us he's this on this is us yeah he was on yeah very um, very good actor i think he's been in a couple other things yeah he's been in lots yeah yeah uh he was in black panther huh. yeah i i saw that too but i do not remember him in black panther uh, jobu yeah hotel Maybe artemis just... oh yeah he's a white kiki 
I actually watched that smaller on... smaller part? What? Black Panther or oh, Hotel yeah, Artemis? Isn't part. he Killmonger's dad? Is that who he is? Possibly. Is that who that was? Uh, we're going to look this up. You keep talking about the next thing. But you okay. are the next thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I am so, the next thing. Okay, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about Malcolm McDowell. Really? So, Malcolm McDowell, another great, great character actor. Yep. Who's been in so many different things. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, personally, I will know always know him yes, as Yes, by Alex. the way, he was Killmonger's dad. Perfect. Ah. He was the prince. Okay. Yeah. I will know him as Alex... One of the the leader of the Droogs from Clockwork Orange, which is I a still movie, need to see that. Which is a movie that we have always wanted to do on this show. We've always wanted to recast that movie, though it is a very difficult movie to get through. Yeah. Um, but like, he is also the character that killed uh, Kirk officially on Star Trek. On Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, they actually had a death for Kirk. Oh. Um, and he was the, the bad guy that killed Kirk, so... Well, doesn't um, Malcolm McDowell play a bad guy often? He does. Um, um, though I enjoyed him as Samuel Loomis in Rob Zombie's Halloween films. Yes. Yeah. But no, he, he plays a bad guy or or like one of those like high business guys. Like he's always like a leader of a business. Yeah. yeah. The British. Yeah. I'm um, just... He was... He was on episodes of Community as one of the professors, the mm-hmm. history yeah, I professor. That. And I just—is he still alive? Malcolm McDowell? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Didn't yeah. He... Okay, didn't he look, have like a stroke much... or something? Look up announced, announced, announced oh. pre-production, pre-production. No. He's still doing a lot. Okay, of stuff. did he have a stroke or something though? Middle I don't know. I don't know. Just one of his eyes got droopy as he got older. Well, he's also an old man. I know. He was that's born what I'm in saying. 1943. Yeah. Was... Like he's older than my parents. Well, yeah. And my parents are old. I know. <laughs> they old. So uh, apparently he played Merlin in one of the Superman Shazam movies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is too, like he does stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. he he knows he knows his audience. Like yeah. he's not like. As well, you said he had fun sh- doing this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So he obvi- I think he has fun being that bad guy. Well, I think he got he he got to that age where after he did things like Clockwork Orange and all these like when he was younger, like now he's at that age where he probably just goes screw it. I'll yeah. be in this. Like, one of these things that he did is a short for Slipknot. Hmm. The band. The metal hmm. band. <laughs> Why not? Like, he was on, like... Yeah. Yeah, Fallout 3. Yeah, uh, he was... Yeah, I remember him Red being, Alerts. Yeah. Like, he's been in a lot of games. Robot Chicken. Yeah. Like... Is this our first time recasting him? Yeah. Wow. We've never recast Malcolm McDowell before. Wow. For, like... Or have we? For those... That type of era, you get Malcolm McDowell and you get Terrence Stamp. Mm-hmm. Two, like, British bad guys from that era, right? From that British. 80s era, yeah. right? You want anyway. the sophisticated evil He man. played Kessley, which I don't remember them ever calling him Kessley, but... I think they did. Yeah. Maybe at the beginning? Maybe. I don't... I always found it weird, like, after his accident, because I totally forgot that he had a holographic head at the end of the movie. But it like, didn't look that bad, actually. Well, no, because it... Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I was I was wondering, like... Because, like, after the accident, they show him, like, doing stuff and everything. I'm like, why the why the hell am they showing his face? Like, he's behind mm-hmm. a, t- a camera, behind a, like, TV watching it. And, like... Yeah, because I totally forgot he was... He had missed his... He lost his head. But it was also weird because they, like, cut it off. Did they? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene where the... the... Oh, yeah, you're right. They there's did. a scene where the... 
Stere- not stereotypical. The um, <sighs> if you need an old Asian man, thank you. Yeah. James oh yeah, that's up. right. James he was in this. But he's like talking to the guy, and he's like, "Okay, are you ready?" And then you hear shlink. Yeah. So they like cut his head off, and then they give him a holographic head. But then where did they put his brain? Yeah, this is another in part of chest? this being like we uh-huh. don't know what's going on with the yeah. story. Yeah. His weird like robot arm, which didn't do very much. <laughs> yeah. But then again, okay. Who's your uh, bad guy? Well, I figured if you need a highfalutin British man, you're going to hate me because I'll say the last name wrong again. Ralph Fiennes? Fiennes is right. Yes, I got it right. But it's Did Rafe. Did you choose it? It's Rafe. God damn no, it. I <laughs> no, didn't it's choose Ralph. it. It's Ralph. It's spelled Rafe. Ralph, no, it's pronounced Rafe. This is like the Sean Bean thing all over again. No, it's actually Rafe Fiennes. No, he is way too proper to be Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Rafe. That's a good choice. I like it. Yeah. I figured because he plays that proper British and let's have him be this villainous guy and we know he can play villains. Oh, yeah. Played Voldemort for so long. Um, so, yeah. Like, he... Again, I don't think this was part of the comics and if you read the comics and listened to us, good for you. Um, <laughs> let us know. Enough to be a jerk about it. Was good for you. Good for you. Good for you. We didn't read the comics this time. But, like, yeah, I don't know if this is a character in there or this is a combination of characters or this was just made for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would kind of rewrite him a little bit so that he's not, like, completely obsessed with Tank Girl. Yeah, I know. It was to, just to be honest, it'd be weird. Like, for me, it'd be better if he had no idea who the hell she was. No, and that's and she's how I Because, like, they the bring, him, bring him to her, or bring her to him, and he should be like, what the hell are you doing? Who the hell is this? <sighs> like, he, she, he killed, she killed eight of our men. I don't care. Kill her. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> or have, like, the, oh, like I said, set it so that she's already got her tank and all this stuff, yeah. and, like, that's why she's more well-known as this outlaw. Mm-hmm. And that's why. But he's like, hmm, who's Tank Girl? Who names this person Tank Girl? Like, that's the kind of thing I want where it's like, I don't care about this. I'm trying to take over water. And power. And power. Water and power and dust. We have enough the, of it. The dust is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who'd you have? Okay, I, I think I went more comedian-wise and didn't go all british or proper or anything i went with kate mckinnon i i've never seen her play a bad guy but i thought she could make this she's played an australian Hmm. has she yeah that bachelor's bachelorette night out or something like that with scarlett johansson and everything she was australian yeah (laughs) okay cool but no i thought she did okay (laughs) okay well the thing is i thought i thought she could go i think she could just be like her super funny over the top but like make it like evil Mm -hmm. i think she'd i think that'd be hilarious and then i don't know i i thought it would go with the tone of like how this movie is yeah yeah and i love her she's the best she's great i didn't go with someone funny oh i didn't go with somebody no it's just me yeah um but I wanted someone who is who I know can do over the top, because this was Malcolm McDowell throwing, you know, swinging for the fences the whole time. So I picked hmm. Tony Collette. Oh, uh, okay. You know who it is. Mm. Yeah. No, I know who that is. Um, not only that, but she's also Australian, which helps. I did not know that. Um, my top three people are Australian. Oh, really? <laughs> did you? So you actually? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tony Tony Collette is just so good at not only being funny, because like I remember. 
what was the drag queen movie she was in? Ah, mm. uh, god damn it! Her and the girl from My Big Fat Greek Wedding were in this movie about drag queens that was all filmed here in Vancouver mm. with David Duchovny in it, and it was such a funny movie. Um, I'll look it up after, when we're on the next person, but yeah, and then Hereditary. We talk. We've talked about this many times before. Like Hereditary is just so her performance in that is so unbelievably good. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, Tony Collette. Yay. All right. Yeah. That's that's great. Now we're on to Jet Girl. Jet now we're on to Jet Girl. Played by Naomi Watts. Yep. That's all we're going to say about it? No. She was in King Kong. No, she was. She was in the Ring movies. She was in the Ring movies. Which actually, I love those movies. I know you do. Let's see. She's known for Mulholland Drive, King Kong, The Impossible, and Birdman. I forgot she was in Birdman. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Birdman. I know. I need to watch it. It's really good. You kind of have to be in your own... uh, in a, in a good headspace for it, though. Isn't she an Oscar winner, or was it nominated? She is an Oscar nominee. Okay, that's still good. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Oscars don't mean anything anymore. Okay. Because we, we already talked about how we got to actually hear her accent. Yeah. Um, so, I went with somebody... This is going to sound, again, influential, because I just watched this show. So, I went with Jessie May Lee. Miley. Uh, she plays the main character on Shadow and Bones. It's on Netflix. And I just binged watched that entire show. Okay. Anyways, watch Shadow and Bones. It's kind of a weird... Isn't it the one that's poorly animated? No, it's a live action. Is it? It's a very... I'm thinking of something else then. Avatar, oh, The Last Airbender well, meets... That's why you like it. Meets, um, what did I say? His Dark Material kind of idea. Okay. Kind of a mountain. It's called what then? Bone? Shadow and Bones. Shadow and Bones. And has Ben Barnes in it. Oh, okay. It looks very uh, young adult lady movie. It type very show. much is. So a good show for girls? Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll love a, it. It's a decent show. <laughs> um, anyway, she plays really well in it. Um, and this kind of like more, I won't say innocent, but like somebody that can hold their own, but she did really well in it. And I think Jack Girl needs to be this... Not as timid as Naomi Watts played it, but still needs to be a little withdrawn, mm-hmm. but then still be a badass of her own. So, and I didn't need Australians, but we give her a weird Australian accent. Go right ahead. I don't know. I just I decided to do that for my top three. So well, it is in set in like a yeah. weird Australia. Well, so, you have? so is Mad Max, and none of them are Australian yeah. except for Moton Joe. <laughs> Oh, I was going to be like, Mel Gibson was, but yeah, then I but realized you were talking I'm about I'm talking Fury about the new Road. one, yeah. Did you, it's Connie and Carla, by the way. Oh, the right. movie. Yeah. The funny movie about drag queens. Oh, okay. I Connie think you've talked Carla. about it before. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's one of those movies that you'd like, wow, this is really funny. <laughs> so. Okay, I went in the same sort of direction of the kind of timid kind of girl, because she's kind of like that. And Pretty Girl, too, because Naomi Watts is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with uh, Nathalie Emmanuel. Is that how you say her name? You know who she is. She's is in Game of Thrones. Fast and Furious? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about Fast and yes. Furious. She's also she in plays... uh, The Dark Crystal, the Netflix one. She plays Ramsey. Ramsey in yeah. Fast and Furious. Okay. We know what I'm talking about. Yes, so, yes. yeah, because she kind of plays. Melisandra. She kind of. Pl- Melisandra? 
Game of Thrones? I don't remember. But she kind of plays that quiet, kind of timid, and then, like... Mm-hmm. So, and also with Jack Girl, she is, like, the smart one, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows how to actually fix stuff, so... Yeah. Well, pretty much builds the... Yeah. Really, like, if you... Tank Girl wouldn't be able to do anything without Jack Girl, honestly. No. Damn right. She's the brains and the bronze. Think about it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the who I picked. The bronze. Yeah. Who'd have to have? Who's an, your Australian Jack Girl? Um, I picked Abby Cornish. Um, I know that name. You do. She was in Sucker Punch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's more recently been, well, at least for me, she was in the Jack Ryan show. Not recently, recently, but... Oh, okay, but you um, recently watched it. Yeah, okay. so she was really good in that. She's been in other things. Chris mm-hmm. is going to look her up because he... I am. Can't remember. It's Abby. probably Sucker Punch where I recognize her from. Did she play... No? I think was... I know which one she played, too. She was the main girl. Not the main girl. No, no, she no, was no the, that like, was... the leader was... before Blake. Yeah. 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 Sucker Punch. Yeah. Three billboards outside. As I said, Missouri. this movie kind of had that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I really liked her in Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan, whatever that show was called. Mm. Um, but yeah, that show was had really good actors in it, and she was quite good. So, yeah. And again, like I want my jet to be a little less shy and timid, and a little bit just more like quiet. Does that make sense? Sure. Like I, I I'm okay with her being. She's also a rapper, by the way. Being oh. what? Also known by her rap name, Dusk. I did not know that. an Australian actress and rapper. Huh. Um, Yeah, I I, I want the character to be as smart and quiet as she is, but I don't... Like, we've seen the scenes where the the character we didn't cast uh, was, like, humping her on the dance floor. I don't want that. No. No. Right? Like, I want her to be able to, like, push him away as soon as, like, anything starts happening. I don't Mm -hmm. want her to be as timid as she is. Mm -hmm. I think she should still be a... A badass, but as a quiet, a quiet badass, unlike your, your uh, tank girl who's the loudmouth badass. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Speaking of Lori Petty, tank girl. We have yep. Lori Petty. Free oh. Willy. <laughs> I don't even remember Free Willy. Right. I honestly, until I read the. the... <laughs> Um, trivia on it. I was like, she was in Free Willy, and they're like, oh yeah. Well, she she's wasn't. also but in. We've a also movie. recasted her before. Yeah. Yes. In the League of Their Own. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know her as Point Break. Yeah, I yes. remember that her being in Point, Point Break. Break. And then I remember her being in Orange Is the New Black because that's a more recent thing. Johnny Utah. Johnny. Was he wasn't Johnny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. It was just Johnny this time instead yeah. of John. Yeah. Yeah. What else do I know her from? She's done a lot of voice acting. She was in House. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch House? She was on House? Yeah, she was one of the Huntington's patients that uh, Olivia Wilde's character would talk to oh, every yeah. now and then. Hmm. I see hmm. that. So. Um, yeah, Hawaii mostly... Five-0. I know you watched that show. Mm, I haven't watched that show in a while. <laughs> She's uh, Since she was in movies a lot back in the day... She's mm-hmm. mostly just done voice work or, like, TV episodes here and there. Oh, uh, you're so. going to hate me. She was in, in the Army now. She was one of the... Uh... Yeah, she was. She was the lead female character in that show, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Alongside Polly Shore. It was in their unit. But again, mm-hmm. that was back when she was doing 
That's when she did like yeah, the four like, big movies. She has in ninety one Point Break, ninety two League of Their Own, ninety three Free Willy, ninety three Something Poetic Justice, ninety four In the Army Now, ninety four Glass Shield, and then ninety five Tank Girl, and then she just started doing TV after that. <laughs> I'm so. guessing that's where the voice acting started coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like Superman the animated series, the yep. new Batman Adventures. Yeah, played Live Wire in both. Hmm. Okay. So, I need somebody with a lot of chaotic energy. I need somebody that was funny. So, I, this is where I went with Kate McKinnon. <laughs> you know what? I had her originally for Tank Girl, but I was like, no. I was like, I need no. to figure out if we actually all casted her because I was like, no. That's why I picked her as the villain. I still wanted her, but I, picked, I went with someone I thought would be better. Yeah, I mean, this was hard because... It was trying to find somebody that would have that energy mm-hmm. and that just chaosness. And her her portrayal in Ghostbusters was like just it saved that movie. Mm-hmm. And then her her just work in other films where you, she pops up. She's just she's hilarious, and she's got that really. How do I put it? She's got that. I can't think of the right word right now. Je ne sais quoi. Sure. <laughs> to her that like she's so full of her wow okay i give up i'm not talking anymore kate mckinnon is awesome <laughs> so this is why you asked me before we started yes because i would again. assume one of us was going to do kate mckinnon and i'm glad i moved her spot then yes. yes all right go ahead so i did have kate mckinnon there and i i glad i chose her as the bad guy uh so i picked stephanie betrees She's the one who plays Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I decided to go more Tough Girl, and I've been watching that. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought, yeah, I thought that'd be better suited for Tank Girl. Because mm-hmm. I'm going more badass. But I think she could probably be crazy because she is funny in this show, too. Have you, yeah. have you ever heard her normal speaking voice? Yes. And I, the thing is, too, every time. the thing is, too, I would go with that voice, not her Rosa voice. Oh, no. You would have to go with her Because her normal voice would sound more crazy because it's a very, very girly sounding voice. Just get her to use the Rosa voice whenever she's trying to intimidate somebody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would be great. See, that's why I thought this would be better choice for her. Yep. She's a very talented actress. Yeah. I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Most of the people on there are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's funny. They made a a little mermaid reference and i actually like laughed out loud do you know which one i'm talking about oh my god no Gina, gina's like because it's peralto's I'm, I'm Peralta. This, whatever Peralta. it's his nanny's place that he's trying to get back and then so gina's helping him because i guess they both grew up together yep. at that place mm-hmm. and they go to like the super super sketchy guy's place to get like money and she's like don't sing into a seashell little mermaid and so i just laughed do you remember that oh my god i laughed so hard <sighs> those two actually grew up together yeah is that why in real life yeah oh okay and they just put that into the show <laughs> like if the, later on you'll see pictures and stuff of them as kids and they're actually pictures of them as kids mm-hmm. oh really yeah. wow and they did it really well on the show because it wasn't like the first episode they introduced like hey they'd always yeah. know each other it wasn't until that episode and then you realize that that's how she got the job at the precinct mm-hmm. sorry yeah you find right. out a lot, you... a lot of things between those 
too. Like, Do you guys want to start a Brooklyn Nine Nine podcast? Yeah. Where we talk about each episode as it goes. <laughs> you guys already watched it. I just started. All right, you go. So I went with somebody who I know could handle the dialogue, um, because the dialogue is very frenetic paced and has a lot of swearing and, but it's not really jokey. Like the way she talks about stuff is like she references things and all that stuff, but like she doesn't make jokes jokes, right? So I wanted somebody who I knew could be funny, but in kind of like a deadpan, not like deadpan, but like serious type of way where the things Mm -hmm. she says are funny, but they're not like, you know. So I went with um, a little lesser known person, but Liv Hewson, who you know from Santa Clarita died. She was the daughter. Oh, okay. You were young. She's not that young. Yeah, she not looks, anymore. She looks young. Also, an animated character. I was gonna yeah, say that's yeah. right. Okay. I keep forgetting your animated. Go animated. Yeah. So. so I went with her because like the dialogue in that show, like and that character. Oh yeah. Like she's very like a fast talking, like not mm-hmm. very pleasant. Like she swears all the time, like kind of character. So, you know, I think that would be like because like before I saw Kelly Cuoco do Harley Quinn, I would never have thought that that. The person who plays Penny on Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. could play Harley. But I think she does a really good job as Harley. Um, so, yeah. Which, one of the other Big Bang... Um, oh, Melissa act- Roush has played Harley. Yeah, she played Harley in the huh. Batman and Harley yeah. movie. The Ro- wasn't it A lot Nightwing of different Harley? people have no, been Harley Quinn. Batman and was Harley. Batman and Harley yeah. Was that the movie where she had sex with Nightwing, though? Yes. Okay. Okay. He was tied up on the bed. Yeah. He, she was changing and she noticed yeah. that he was getting a little aroused. So, so. why not? <laughs> and then Batman gives him a hard time about it later. <laughs> and he just brings up Catwoman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's where he's like, It's a fine. weird movie. That's, that one's not very good. No. The animation's also not that great. It's a no. weirder, it's a but different was, kind of animation. Wasn't that Kevin Conroy that came back to do Batman? I'm sure. He comes back every now and then. Yeah. Anyway, that's who I picked for... Tank Girl. Cool. That's our Tank Girl. That's Tank Girl. Tank Girl. I'd like to see this come back, but I'd like to see it come back kind of in the way I envisioned it. I know that's selfish. I wonder if it's ever been in the works to Uh, ever like talk about remaking it and being remade and all that. Like, because it's one of those things where it's such a cult classic. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. had it. It's like The Crow. Yeah. It's like Spawn. Lives in that kind of remade era where it's like well we could probably remake this or well spawn is in development hell because of todd yeah because uh, he wants to he wants the the guy who creates the creator of the series todd mcfarlane wants to direct it and he won't say yes he, to anybody else yes because he's does he know how to direct though because couldn't he very... be there couldn't he be there like right next to the director he could that's what they did with Sin City. Yeah, wouldn't that be the best Frank way Miller of doing it? Frank Miller was right there next to mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez directing it. And the, that movie was good. Yeah, but then Frank Miller tried to do The Spirit. And that's, that, what I, that's what I was going to get at, too, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Which was not great. No. But Tom McFarlane's... Uh, he was well known for being his uh, comic book mitness, but he's more of a businessman because like, he developed... His toy line is insane. McFarlane toys mm. are like yeah. one of the top. Like, if you so want a realistic... Expensive. like figurine from an animated show is you're going to get a McFarlane toy wow yeah like all the cool ones you can picture in your head are probably his stuff hold on Hmm. he's credited for the invention of Venom 
Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He made he was one of the reasons he was on the Marvel. He was on Marvel. Yeah, he had a Spider-Man oh. run before he did Spawn. Like he, I could see. And it. his his artwork is amazing. Like yeah. I have a yeah. bunch of Spawn. Like and people on my Etsy store like to request Spawn all the time. Cause oh. they, well, Spawn has that thing where it's that that flowy cape, right? It always looks so cool in well, his pictures. And demonic yeah. looking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the way that he's stylized and everything, like. But we're not doing Spawn for some I reason. Wish. You decided not to Spawn. We could have. We went down the Technically, list. Technically, we still can. It's yeah. not. It's not. But wasn't you... my month this month? So no, it's not. I had all no. my Nicolas Cage going on. Somebody our, else. Our next month, next week is specifically for Danielle. Yes. <sighs> all for you. So Thank where you. can they find you, Chris? Well, you can find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store. Or the new Instagram. Finally. Finally set up. Canuck Comic Guy store. Nice. You can check either one of those out. And And like. Danielle, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram. I've always been there. I'm now following Chris on there. Uh, But you can find me at Fionavir. F-I-O-N-V-E-R. And where can they find us? (gasps) You can find us at Facebook at Recasted and Twitter at Recasted Pod. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean. All your podcast needs. Well, hopefully. There's so many different podcast streaming services, but we're on a a few, least, so you should be able to find us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. All right. Well, one more movie left. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And so, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Scott Pilgrim. Versus the world. Yeah.